Do you guys want to hear story time quickly before we start? Yep. Um, so today, obviously, I'm in Norwich, and um, yeah, with, with family. Uh, me and my mum went to go do some Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. Because I'm poor, so she was like, oh, if you want, I'll give you like, I'll give you like 100 quid. Tell you, you can do like all your, like, your Christmas shopping. I was like, gang shit, yes, please. Um, <laughs> so we went to go do the Christmas shopping, and we went to different shops, and I went to Build a Bear to get a um, bear. And right. um, I didn't want because I thought it was this cool idea. They're actually a lot cheaper than I thought, because I thought it'd be like fucking 50 quid. Like, for some reason, when no. I was younger, I thought they were mad expensive. But they're actually not too bad. Um, but yeah, so I went, I went to go do that. Did, um, got all stuffed and everything. And then I had oh. stuff to put inside as well. Um, <laughs> but you're allowed to put, like, a little voice recording in. So obviously, you can say, oh say something, you can say, like, some shit if you really want to. But I love you so much. She's going to lean over on it, and it's just going to go... She's going to say some fucking thing in your I'll voice. your tits. Middle of the night. Welcome to the Dark Wednesday <laughs> um, podcast, is what it's going to say. Uh, no, this is what... <laughs> this is what I got put... I, I recorded. I, I, I um, recorded that clip where it goes, so it seems you both have... So, Alice, it seems you both have autism, don't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good to know. I literally, I literally just recorded a bit where it goes... So it seems we both have autism, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> that's what her teddy bear says. Yeah, that's what her teddy bear says. I recorded it. Like, at first they, they went, oh, do you want like, a pre-recorded thing? And I was like, no, thank you. I was like, oh, so do you want to just record something yourself? I was like, yes, please. Like, okay, if you want to go to, like, into the corner of the, the shop. I'm imagining you doing this with your um, propeller hat on. <laughs> <laughs> I should have done it. It made the look. <laughs> um, <laughs> they wouldn't have even, like, they would have given it to you for free. No, I had um, blue jeans and my pink jumper on, so I probably looked a bit, a bit fruity. Oh. Um, but they were, they were quite accommodating about it, like, yeah, it's fine, go into the corner of the shop, record it, come back when you're done. So I recorded it, and she, I came back over, and she's like, oh, did you make sure it works? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was getting really worried, she was going to be like, oh, do you want to pay it for us? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, 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 no, it's, it's fine, it works. I've checked it, and it's like, okay, that's good. Um... Because I was, I was a bit worried because obviously anyone in there could have been autistic. Yeah. So that might not have gone down very well. And then I was just, <laughs> I was, I was just casually talking to the, the um, person who was doing the stuff in. And they were like, oh, do you want to like, check to make sure you can hear it through the, the thing? And I was like, fuck, I can't turn around and say no to this. And then it just looks like I'm just like half-arsedly doing a gift. So oh. I, had to, I put it as close to my ear as I can to hope, and I like, put my hands around it to hopefully... Like mumbled a sound, and as clear as daylight, it just went. It seems we both have autism, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> and I looked up, and just, the woman was just laughing. Like, oh, no. <laughs> She's heard it. I've been caught red-handed. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> she was looking at me. And I was like, because at this point I hadn't told her it was my girlfriend. So I was like. Well, it's I just for you. I can't tell it's for my girlfriend, so I was like, "Yeah, let's get it for a mate." Uh, <laughs> this is an inside joke between me and a mate. Uh, <laughs> and then luckily, my mum came in. No, the, the, what made it worse? My mum then came in, and again, I, I, I said to her, like, "Oh yeah, me and the person." Yeah, but it was just like a running joke between me and the old mate and stuff. 
And my mum just comes in and goes, oh, so you like this now? I'm like, oh, <laughs> mum, why do you throw me under the bus like this? <laughs> oh, and I just your mum's left. I was, I, was, I was as quick as I could out there. Oh. But that was story time. Uh, by a builder bear. Oh my god. Oh fuck. She's gonna hear you this that it's your present for her. She doesn't listen to the podcast, it's fine. Okay. Do you mind <laughs> if like if she does, do you mind that? Nah nah, it's fine. If she, if she it's, it's she's got fifteen days not to listen to it. You can you um, sure? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I'll let you borrow some money to get her another surprise gift if you want. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's, it's if she fun. listens to it. I don't mean she'll listen to it, so it's it's all clear. Okay. And I feel like the nice thing is, even if she did listen to it, she wouldn't tell me until <laughs> after. And obviously, obviously, I didn't I didn't give specifics on like what the build a bear was, you know, anything like that. <laughs> I, I think that's. You literally, I don't think there's that many builder bears that say we both have. No, you know, you can get different types. <laughs> You can get like, you can, honestly, I was there. It's mad how many different old build bears you can get. But they like they like My Little Pony. They do regular bears. They do Star Wars like Wookies. <coughs> Are we ready then? Hello and welcome to the Daft Wednesday podcast with me, George, my co-writer, George, Wagwan, and our favourite editor, Niall. All right. It's just the uh, three of us this week, the original three, so um, we'll get into it. Niall, tell us about the football. Well, uh, West Ham just played Arsenal. Last last time I checked. Played? um, What? As it, well, I mean, you could say that they played them, just not very well. Oh, well, last time I checked, West Ham were winning 1 0. <laughs> but anyway, apparently not. Apparently now, now I'm checking it's 3 1. So that's nice. That's like a fever dream. But our resident Arsenal fan isn't here to, uh, to talk about it. So. Gloat is more a more appropriate word. So instead, um, I'm going to be giving you a little interview. Oh. So instead of doing West, um, instead of talking about West Ham versus Arsenal, I'm going to give you guys the uh, this special episode of uh, Niles West Ham versus Spurs interview with George and George. Right. Okay, yeah, because me and George. Okay. Um, we came into this with a mystery because Niall basically messaged in the chat earlier going, "Guys, I know Reese's going to be here, so I want to do I want to do something different with just you two. And I was a bit worried about what it was going to be, because... It's Niall. Niall could just write anything else right now. Yep. So without further ado, that's the uh, the end of football this week. Intro time. Intro time. So we have Niall's mystery interview. Did you say it was an interview? Yep. So we have Niall's mystery interview. Ooh. Ooh. So this is going to be interesting, to say the least. And then we have the Shepherd Wednesday as normal. We have getting the bin. Who's t- is it my turn for getting a bin? Oh, God, it's my turn for getting a bin. Um, That's why Reese hasn't done it this week. 
That's why Rex didn't turn up. He, he wanted to avoid doing the game in the bin. Maybe I should pick an Arsenal player. No, he did it last week. He picked Genus, didn't he? Yeah, well, that's not an Arsenal player. Maybe I should pick... Some... <laughs> no, no, he picked a Spurs player, or an ex-Spurs oh. player. And I wasn't salty last week, but as he's not here to defend, maybe I, maybe I will just be a dickhead. It would be quite funny if you went for an Arsenal legend. <laughs> Henri incoming. Um, we have the team of the decade defender picks. Ooh. I believe Reese has sent his to Nile, so we still have all four of our picks. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how the team progresses from there, and then we're going to run through the results a little bit quickly. Obviously, we just mentioned West Ham and Arsenal, Boo. but we're definitely going to talk about them again towards the end. Yeah. And then um, the fantasy, the fantasy league. I don't, know, I don't know if there's been that many changes, but. Um, I don't, well, I've scored quite a few points this week, so I'm fairly. Oh, actually, I haven't checked since the Arsenal game. Well, you can check. You can check at the end. So I'm going to hand you over to Niall, um, <laughs> which feels very weird giving Niall the free reins on what to do here. So here you go, Niall, the reins. Thank you. Thank you, George. <sighs> Please look after them. <clears throat> I bless the reins down in Africa. <laughs> Fucking brilliant! Uh, Fuck yourself. Oh, I love Sorry. a bit of Toto. <laughs> In the Clariton blue corner, we have George. Hey. In the in the white corner, we have um, George. Hey. Spurs are shit. Oh. oh, sorry. Sorry, I can't eat you from down there. Oh, you something. <laughs> Ladies, I'm ladies. reading away on the floor. There's, a str- there's rules to this. There's not. There's not. It's just I want to ask some questions. This is this is like the punch that gets thrown when they're doing the face off. <laughs> <sighs> My girlfriend and I actually accidentally headbutted each other today. <laughs> what? Kinky. <laughs> Sometimes I pretend to headbutt her, but. She saw it. She saw it coming, right? And this, I don't know what the fuck went on inside her head, but she thought, "I know what I'm gonna. He's not gonna headbutt me. I'm gonna headbutt him." It was a mutual headbutt. And now, I don't know if you guys have done them. Um, That's that. not domestic violence. I don't know if you guys, it was consensual. I don't know if you guys have done any of this, um, like DNA stuff online, like the Twenty Three and Me, because because I have. Did you find out she's? And I've I've got no, I've got. <laughs> <laughs> I've got quite a lot of uh, I've got quite a lot of Neanderthal DNA, so I've got quite a big like eyebrow ridge. Yeah, we can fucking tell. Your fucking head's huge. Yeah. Honestly, she wasn't knocked out cold, but. <laughs> All right. So was this was this before or after the foreplay? <laughs> this was the foreplay. <laughs> so, what do you dislike about each other's clubs? Huh. I'm just getting on with it now. Oh, okay. What was the question again? What do you dislike about each other's clubs? Um, George, do you want to go first? That's civil. Yeah. <laughs> that was too civil. Um, it's a trap. Why? Because you? No, I, I don't like going. Because I want to know. I, I want to know what you're going to say before I know how mean I have to be. 
This is an interesting bluffing game. It's a standoff. <laughs> I don't know how far I want to take it. My biggest issue is Spurs being their bigger club than they actually are. Oh. Which, which, this opinion, this, this opinion I have for Spurs isn't just for Spurs. I have the same in Newcastle, and I have the same with Wolves, and probably Sunderland as well. You're not like, making any friends. Just, I'm not making any friends. Like, I, like to be fair, Spurs aren't even the worst ones of it. Newcastle much worse. Canal. But I, I can get into them in a different video. I thought you liked Newcastle. Um. Not the football club. Is, it, is that Reese that likes Newcastle? I don't know. Probably. I, I, I guess the thing that... Me... I guess no, the thing on. that I hate about West Ham... Hey, how I said dislike. Fucking hell. Oh, alright. Yeah, jeez, I didn't say hey. I said dislike. I mean, I sort of interrupted George, so I think I should let George finish his sentence and then... No, I was just going to say I feel like with Reese. Um, Reese, if Reese has like Newcastle, it's probably just because he's one of those people who's like... Traditions in football... Oh yeah, and Newcastle are one of those sort of like tr- traditional clubs. His why? His why? Fun fact: He actually hates Bournemouth. Like other than Spurs, other than Spurs, Bournemouth is his most hated club in the whole league because they they don't have any history. Like on this, I've heard him talk about Bournemouth all the time. He's like, I fucking hate Eddie Howe and that grubby little club that come from nothing, and I think they're all big and odd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you. you. <laughs> What? You can't hate a club because they have no, because they had no, like have no history. That's like, just that's the words so, that come out of his mouth. That's just that such yet? a shit fucking way to look at everything. I was speaking to him about it. He's like, you know, Steve Cook. He looks like Shrek. And I was like, Reese, you can't say that about Steve Cook. He's a really good defender. He's like, walking into Arsenal. I was like, Reese would. Steve Cook would easily walk into the Arsenal backline. He's like, yo, bomb for shit. And that was the end of the conversation. He's walked <laughs> off after that. That was a good no you right there. <laughs> he's, he's done you. I think the thing that I dislike about West Ham is how entitled they feel to be not only in the Premier League, but in European football. I like, you're entitled for the Premier League. I see... All your fans bang on every year about how you're going to finish seventh, and you just never do. We did it once a couple of years ago. It's just annoying, and I mean, really, the only thing that um, you care about, other than trying to get European football, is it, it, it's it's beating Spurs. Like you guys care more about beating us than we do even about playing you. I mean, the thing is, Spurs for us. Is like how Arsenal used to be for Spurs. Like, like Arsenal's main main actual like league rival used to be Man United, but Spurs were the local rival. If you get what I mean. And so for Spurs, the, the North London derby used to be more one sided thing on their part. It'd be like how West Ham is with Spurs, because obviously you care more about Arsenal than West Ham. Yeah, by a long shot. Yeah, but obviously, like, for I care us, more about. Chelsea and probably Man United and Liverpool. The only one, the only top six club thing, isn't it? Yeah, but I think the um, yeah, it's more of a league thing. But also, I mean, we have a rivalry with Chelsea because they're a London club, and for a long time they were on the same level as us until they got their uh, Russian oil money. 
And Man United, we've always had a, a bit of a rivalry. A bit of a rivalry. Ugh, I can't fucking speak. A bit of a rivalry it's for with as well. Yeah, I don't know why I went with Jonathan uh, Ross then. <laughs> like, um, but, and then, um, who was the other team? Who was the other you team? Oh, yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, I, actually, that's more of a personal thing. I just... That's it, Liverpool's not really a rivalry, is it? No, I just, I just personally dislike I mean, the thing is, for West Ham, Spurs, obviously, with the fact that Millwall's not in the Premier League... And West Ham, West Ham are an established Premier League club. You can't deny that. When you when you consider that, the only clubs okay, have been Mr. in the relegation battle. Huh? I said okay, Mister Relegation Battle. Well, no, we are. Just, we are just, <laughs> the, the only clubs who've been in the Premier League for more seasons than West Ham are, you know, the top six: Everton and Newcastle. Other than that, we've been in the Premier League the most. So we are, we've only spent three years not in the Premier League. So we are, no, four years, if you include the fact we weren't in, we weren't one of the original members. But we weren't, so we are established. But it's the fact that Spurs have obviously taken the void that Millwall have left, if you get what I mean. Because obviously Millwall are our biggest rivals, but we don't play them enough. So Spurs have become that that league but that's all, slash that's, London rival. That's all due to the fact that we were on about the same level um, 10 years ago. Well, 15, yeah. more, until, more 15 years ago. No, until Pre- we got into Champions League for the first time, we were about yeah, the same level. It's pretty much until Red Knapp. Yeah. And I'll admit, um, I'll admit that. Like, you were on the same level and you are... You... Now miles above, yeah. I wouldn't say miles, but you you are <laughs> much further ahead of us right now. Okay. And I don't right, well, that. I guess I, I, I now get to defend my Spurs think they're a big club, do I? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we're one of the most successful English clubs there are. Like, obviously, Man United and uh, Liverpool are well off at the top with the most trophies. And then there's a few other clubs that are above us. Basically, I think all of our top six rivals are above us in terms of trophies. But that's also partly due to the fact that Tottenham have only been a top six club maybe in the last 10 years. So of the same with City, because we're not actually too far off how many trophies City have won. It's just they've done it in a much shorter space of time. They've done it. They've obviously won a lot really quickly. Like 10, 10 years ago, we had more silverware than they did. But they obviously, we haven't won anything for the last 10 years, and they have. So theirs has picked up. Villa and Everton won a lot back in the, the day. See, so that's why theirs are above us. That's my thing. I'd put, I'd say all the top, the top four, in my opinion, biggest clubs are Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, United. And then I would wrap City, Spurs, Villa, and Everton together in in the tro- in the clubs that either have won a lot of trophies in the past or have won a lot of trophies in the present. The but thing don't is, have that prolonged history of winning trophies. Throughout. Except Spurs have great history. I mean, we were, I think. Oh, I'll just rattle off a few things. That, so, like, uh, I think Spurs are the only uh, English 
side to win the FA Cup as a non-league team. They did that back in 1901. Uh, Spurs were the first team to win the double, so that's the league and the FA Cup. They were the first team to win a European Cup, first English team to win a European Cup. So they've established themselves. They've got history. And because we didn't win the Champions League, we lost this record. But effectively, there's a record that only Tottenham and Man United had, and that was for winning a trophy in the last six decades. So if we'd have won it in this one, I think that would have been um, the seventh in a row. So there's we've been consistent at winning trophies as well. We've picked up a few over a sixty-year period. It's I'm not, not I'm like not, I'm not denying we've you don't have history. Like, I mean, I think the other. I mean, I, I don't know quite how you define your big club, but if you look at it like fan base, obviously we have a big fan base locally and all over the country. I, I'm. Obviously, I'm not actually born in London. Obviously, the reason I support them is because that's where my family are from. But there are people around near us that support Tottenham. And we're a good hour and a bit away from London. So you see, going back to history, I've never said Spurs don't have history. Spurs, Spurs fall into the same sort of bracket as Everton and Villa for me. Which, which They have history. But they don't have much recent history of the game. It's like, like Everton haven't won anything since nineteen ninety five. Spurs, if you give, if you ignore that League Cup win oh eight, you've not won anything since the nineties. Villa haven't won anything since the very early two thousands. You don't have that like recent history that clubs like Liverpool have. So like Liverpool, even when Liverpool were bad, they were still winning trophies. So Liverpool had the history, but they still won like the Champions League, FA Cups, League Cups, when they weren't winning league titles. Same with Arsenal. Where even when they've not been winning league titles, they've still won FA Cups, they've still won they've still won like League Cup finals, Europa League finals. United have obviously only recently stopped really winning trophies. And obviously Chelsea. Chelsea are what City Probably will end up becoming, except Chelsea have a lot more pedigree behind them. Um, but like, I wouldn't. I and even like fan bases, Spurs. I wouldn't even say have a bigger fan bases than Everton or um, Villa on the whole. Like Spurs. Have I a mean, they're much. Base. I mean, when you think like Villa is literally Birmingham. It's the whole of Birmingham, and it's split between. Villa and Birmingham FC and then you have a few West Brom players uh, West Brom supporters even here and there we and Wolves yeah, but Wolves isn't really Birmingham yeah but it is in it's the um, what's the term for the area yeah it's in the county but it's it's own place yeah. like it's not in Birmingham it's like um, Blackland something like that isn't it Black Country Black Country Black country, that's it, yeah. I mean, and then you look at Liverpool, it's pretty much you're either a Liverpool supporter or an Everton supporter. Tottenham come from London. And yeah, I admit that. that that's why there's so many different clubs in London. Not even, like, in the Premier League, there's, what, six? Five? Uh, five. Because Paris and West Ham. And then, obviously, yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't count... Um, Wolfers is not technically London. Yeah, they're not. They're 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 not. They're out. They're out. It's, it's like nine or ten if you include championship. 
this is it. There's there's loads of clubs. So a lot of their fan base has to, like the fact that it's wide reaching sort of has like shows the extent of how big of a club they must be. Otherwise it'll be concentrated in London, wouldn't it? But then I'd argue London has a much bigger population than any of those other cities. But I do what you mean, like that's why I can't say Newcastle's a big club. Because in Newcastle, the only the only club there in Newcastle, and it's such a big city, not having another rival, of course you're gonna have a massive fan base. But... Because their closest rival is another city, so. Mm. But yeah, I, I, Spurs' biggest problem is that they've come second place a lot in recent years. Um, they their their first season with Poch, they finished runners up in the League Cup. Uh, they got knocked out in the semi final, and then obviously we we lost to Liverpool in the Champions League final this year. And there was there was more in the nineties as well. So and obviously no one remembers second place. So I guess that's impacted us a lot in the the long run. Well, at least you, at least you can be the biggest second place club. <laughs> well, at least we're bigger than West Ham. Oh, oh boy. Oh, because you didn't list them, so, did um, you? There's been a lot of. Uh... A lot of other clubs you tried to bring down with you, both of you. <laughs> so is there a, um, a Premier League team that you can agree that you both dislike? Um, oh, that's good. Okay. It was a good job recently, because I was Bournemouth would be thrown under the bus again. <laughs> um, but, you know, I like Bournemouth. George, do you, do you Bournemouth. like Bournemouth? I like Bournemouth. I like Eddie Allen. I like the way they play. Okay, well, that's the next yeah. question answered. But oh. can you answer this one? Well, maybe not, but we'll find out in a minute. Um, do, you want, do you want a list of three Premier League clubs each we don't like? <laughs> we mess- message them to me separately. Yeah, sure. I think mine are really obvious, though. But but it can't be each other's clubs, let's say. Cause otherwise no, oh, well, obviously. Like West Ham Spurs. Obviously not. Yeah, because then it'd just um, be two, wouldn't it? Yeah. I, I just feel like Spurs mine George's is typing. really obvious. There you go. That's okay. See? Speed well, what, about, what about you? West Ham, I'm George. I'm just typing now. I didn't even have to think about mine, to be honest. <laughs> My blood started to boil and I was like... Right. So, I think you guys have just demonstrated the difference between your clubs. Go on. <laughs> is it, is so it, has, while has it gone Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, yeah. Whereas you, oh, whereas you, I, I, the can I guess his? Can side. I guess his? Go on. Oh, I see. Oh no, that was, maybe that was a bad call. Uh, no, they're going to be. They're definitely going to be around him in the league. Uh, Palace, Everton. He definitely hates Everton. I know that. And. Villa. Oh, actually, I reckon you like Villa. Oh, Newcastle. Newcastle. You got two out of three, to be fair. Two out of three. Weirdly, Newcastle, it's Everton, Everton and Palace. It's Everton that he, that's not right. He's put Man City. Oh, really? Thinking about so, Man City and Everton are pre-tied. I remember you being really pissed off about, uh, like, right, uh, really disliking Everton last season. It's because, no, Everton, it's, I don't like just because it's like... It's, it's, I've said to, I've given the analogy before. Everton is West Ham's Liverpool. 
Like, like well, obviously, like, because of, like, league positions, so they sort of swaps. That Liverpoolian scouts thing. Because I like Liverpool, but I don't like Everton that much. Yeah, whereas I like Everton, but I dislike Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. But I guess which, that is the just, league position. Which was the team that replaced him, though? What? Which team replaced Everton in my list? Oh, so he did actually send Everton originally? No, he no, no, no. no he sent Wolves. Oh. Wolves? Yeah, Wolves, Wolves might be a bit. I've had a few run-ins with Wolves fans. So, <laughs> you guys are quite separate with who you dislike then. I didn't solve anything. Separated <laughs> by the uh, the calibre of teams. Mine are all just Northern teams. <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle City and okay, what was the other one? Well, Palace isn't Northern. <laughs> oh no, Palace isn't Northern though. But Everton I mean, is. Actually, yeah. Okay. I can't um, agree with Everton just because I I've I've only ever seen nice things from Everton supporters. I mean, I dislike Man United quite a bit. I dislike Man United as well. Actually. Oh, there we go. Oh, well, there you go United. then. <laughs> okay. I. But I think I don't. Know, I think part of that's because they're they obviously they've had a lot of success, so they have been a really good club. I think it's more their fans. Yeah, the fans just fucking wind me up. I mean, there's the odd few that I, I like. Like, um, I mean, I don't know if he's listening, but Wojciech, you're all right for a man, uh, a man, Man United fan, but In the rest Lisa. of you, oh, Ed as well. Soon. Yeah, he's all yeah. Right. But the amount of times I go on my Instagram, especially on the Darth page. And I just scroll through, and I see, like, fucking, like, 20 players linked to United for moving training. <laughs> yeah. It's like, they're never going to fucking join you, you shit, at the moment. You can sort yourselves out, and then you can sign some big players. A Man United fan gave us a uh, a nice comment on our, um, our uh, followers announcement today. So. Well, he's all right. He's all right, my yeah. looks. Okay, so, Wojciech, Ebb... And that guy, we're like you. Rest of you, like, you've got some work to do if you want to get on the list. He's like how I got in a massive argument on Instagram with um, it was a, you know when Erling Haaland kept getting linked to United. Mm-hmm. And I, I just replied to some guy going, "He's not going to go to you." And the the guy just had a like because I made the point that obviously he the guy Erling Haaland is a Leeds fan. His dad's famous for playing for Leeds and Man City, and he was a United player. Ended his career. Yeah, he's not going to go Man U. Yeah, just no just turned, chance. The guy just turned around and said, well, it's not his dad's career. I was like, yeah, but if he's going to respect, he's not going to go, oh, you know what? I'm going to go United, <laughs> despite all these other reasons. He's more they're, likely they're to very... go City or Liverpool. Yeah. Or Leeds. somewhere more... Waste, Honestly, I mean... I can't see Leeds, to be honest. Yeah, no, but... Leeds get promoted, I can see it. Really? Because yeah, he's the sort of they're... person that he's good enough to be but in a there top is also... six team. Oh, I mean, he looks good enough. Stuff. There's there's a lot of rumours about how Leeds have been linked with um, the, the PSG owners. Apparently okay, PSG interesting. Trying to do a takeover. But, um, are, we, are, so... are we agreed on Man U? Yeah. And well, they both like Bournemouth. Yeah, we both like Bournemouth. I like Rose. Uh, are we going to go with... <laughs> yeah, all right, we'll go with Bournemouth. We'll go with Bournemouth. Okay. We stand against Reese. 
So for this one. I know a um, Spurs fan who um, I know of a Spurs fan who lives in Bournemouth, and he because he because he lives in because he lives in Bournemouth, he uh, got a uh, Bournemouth season ticket. So instead of watching, because he can't can't get on the well, their list to go and watch Spurs is really long. So instead, he just watches Bournemouth. He says they're actually really good. He said their ground's actually quite nice as well. I I want to go to their ground to be fair. Let's add it to the list, shall we? Of um, daft days out. Oh, that actually could be a series. That should be a good series for the that... record. Yes. No, well, I'd say leave or it in. Record, actually. I yeah. say leave it in and let the fans decide. Yeah, <laughs> All six really of you idea. better better vote. <laughs> if we're going to do this Darth Day Out series, if we're going to do this Darth Day Out series, we have to make sure it's two neutral clubs. Yes. Well, so we, we can do a really... few that aren't, but... You can't really do Bournemouth versus Spurs. No. You know, for well, I've seen that. Just go, Reece, <laughs> Reece will turn around and go, I'm not spending my money to go watch Spurs. No, go. I'm not spending my money to go and watch Bournemouth. Except except I would actually go and watch Arsenal. Oh, I, I mean, I wouldn't want to be in the Arsenal end, but I'd go watch Arsenal. Yeah. I mean, I'd be in the Emirates, is all right, to be fair. Okay. Can we... Uh... Next question, Quizmaster. Next question, guys. Uh, okay, Quizmaster. Which which player would you sign from the other's club? Ah, oh, okay. I'll let you do this one, George, because it's more realistic than you could sign any of our players. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. I see. I mean, uh, this is what small clubs do: is they are uh, they're springboards for bigger clubs. I know, I know you want to say. Do you? Yeah, there's, I think I know you want to say. There's one, two. There's actually probably four. No, actually, no. Five, no, screw that guy. Uh, there's three players <laughs> that I quite, I wouldn't mind. I'm gonna can I make guesses over who they. Would yeah, be? go on. Out of the three, who do you I'll, think? I'll Declan Rice. Too. Uh, Declan Rice, Issa Diop. Um, Pablo Fornells. How many of them did he get right? Well, I thought you were going to have a guess as well. Well, well you, um, you're not. you might as well tell me how many he got right. Uh, he got two out of three. Oh, fuck. It's like Mastermind. As in, not for, <laughs> not for TV show, but for slightly less popular. So now you've got to work out which two he got and then correct the one that he didn't. Honourable mention for me, it wouldn't put, I wouldn't put it past you if you said you wanted to sign Antonio as a backup for Harry Kane. No. I, did, I, I considered I, him. I think he doesn't want Rice and he wants Fabianski. You still got two out of three, but not uh, Fabianski. No, he got two out of three because he replaced one of the players that I wanted with the other player that I wanted. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you want Rice um, Fornells? Was that his name? No, Rice yeah. Diop and Fabianski. Fabianski yeah. purely because. Um, right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, Hugo is a better go- Hugo is a better goalkeeper than him. Mm, no, he is. Let's not get into this. Let's not get All into round, this he's a better goalkeeper than him. 
Uh, Fabianski can come back when he's won a World Cup. So if you could only have one of them, who would you have, George? Um, but no, Fabianski's only really like because I think he's I'd he's argue. better than Gaza. Larice is better at distribution. Other than shot stopping, Larice is better. But pure shot stopping, Fabianski is the better keeper. But that's what I mean, proud there. Hugo like is a shot stopper at the end of the day. Like if you go and look at any like best save videos, Hugo's in it. You see Fabianski's. Well, I tend to see um, all the ones that go past him. No, nah, all the ones that show matches are the ones he, he does save. It's like, how does he save <laughs> I have, I have seen him make a few really good ones, but then all goalkeepers do, so, you know. Um, no, out of the other two, I mean, Rice would probably be really good purely because, I mean, I don't know if midfield is a, pl- a midfield is a place that Spurs are currently struggling in. You can play at centre back as well. He can play it, can he? Yeah, yeah. that's where he came. That's from. what I thought he was. Is he a bit? Is he a bit like Eric Dyer? I, I know. I thought he was. A, is he not a CDM? Is he a CDM? He's I a CDM. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. But he's no. What it is, he came through as a centre back. He's not better than Eric Dyer, but he came through as a centre back. Like in the in the, like the um youth systems and stuff. <laughs> Eric Dyer's still one of those players that I'm waiting for him to unlock his potential because he looks yeah. like he could be good, but he's just never really been. He had like one good People... season. Man, you wanted him, and then nothing. The problem is Rice came along too early, Dyer, because they do perform kind of similar roles, except Rice does it so much better. I know discredited Dyer. But um, no, Rice came through as a centre back. His first season with West Ham, he played as a centre back. Played his first game of last season as a centre back under Pellegrini. Got taken off at half time because he did that poorly. Then Pellegrini moved him up to midfield because of his passing ability. See, this is it. I think he'd almost be perfect in that Spurs back line. Like, if you could keep. Um, I mean, Aldevaro basically just plays long balls. Yeah. From the back, like that's partly why he's such a vital part of the Spurs' defense. The problem is we don't know if Alvarez going, and we don't know if Fatongan's going, and that doesn't really leave us with a great option at the back, which is sort Diop of why I'm, I'm leaning more towards Diop. But then I also have to be honest; I haven't I've seen more of Rice than I have of Diop purely because I tend to watch England and I don't tend to watch West Ham. Yeah. Um, so Diop's I, good. Diop is very raw, if you know what I mean. He's very much he can fucking he can raw. Some games he's fucking raw. Like like one game, you know, he he's a good defender, but he's like limbs all over the place. He's one of those sort of defenders, if you know what I mean. So when I he think... does like a tackle, he's excellent. But like wait, as soon as the ball comes to him, he's like limbs all over the place, trying to get himself into position. I think I would take Rice. So you wouldn't take. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go for Diop. But I was going to say, if you want a defender, would you not take Cresswell? No. He's probably better than Rose right now. Okay. No, we're playing Vertonghen at left back now, though. And I think Vertonghen's a, a fantastic... I think he, he he can play at left back well. Yeah, but I feel like he'd be better up for having Cresswell at left back and then Vertonghen. It, it's partly, the though, due to the fact that Mourinho's tactics at the moment are this lopsided... Um, attack system so it's effectively a 4-2-3-1 but when we attack it drops to a 3-back and Aurier bombs it forwards 
which allows yeah. Lucas to come inside. Um, Son then pushes out further left, and then it allows either Ali or Kane to drop back, and then you have the two defensive midfielders go in front of the back three. Uh, so obviously, someone like Winks can like is better off for like picking out those passes, and then Sissoko. You, I mean, Sissoko has come alive under Mourinho. It's got two goals in the last two games, and he, he hit the post against uh, Burnley as well. He easily could have had two. He was he was actually fantastic. He's actually been <clears throat> really good. Yeah, yeah, he was. All right, pr- uh, well, you know, he got Player of the Year last year. He deserved it. So, but yeah, no, um, I think Vertonghen at the moment in the current system works. But yeah, we probably would be better if we had the opportunity option to have a more attacking left back but I don't think Cresswell's that more attacking left back and um, I think Vertonghen's a better defender if you'd asked me a season ago I think Cresswell would have been a very good option but like this season Cresswell, Cresswell, Cresswell he was a couple of years ago before he had his injury and he like because obviously a couple of years ago he was getting the England squad um, he, was one of, he was one of the best left backs in the country he had an injury and he sort of lost his edge. Whereas this season, he's come into it. He's earned his place in the back line. And considering like left-back was an area where in the summer we wanted a complete overhaul, he has impressed at that position. I'd still get someone else in there. So, like, like I guess... Like, well, if you'd choice, get someone else in there, I'm not going to pick him. <laughs> no, no, no. As in, as in, I'd get someone else in there for backup. Oh, okay. Because I don't trust Masuaku. Would you would you get a a Spurs player? I probably would actually. I'd, I'd, I'd take Danny Rose as a backup to Cresswell. But would, would he be ludicrous? your Spurs pick? I mean, I'm going to be really realistic about this, aren't I? I'm not what? going to go. I'll take Harry Kane because he's not going to come. Yeah, I mean, if out of the th- out of the three players, if I was another club looking at Spurs, the three players I would want would be Kane, Son, and Ondombele. But I think you might, if you're being more realistic, it could be someone more like um, Sissoko. Like no, I don't think I don't think you take Sissoko. I think you you in, is it you or is it Reese? I think it's one of you two really likes Lucas Mora. Oh yeah, I love Lucas Mora. I'd rather have him. I'd rather have him than Anderson. So I don't know if you pick Mora. I mean, Ericsson is going on a free. <laughs> so, do a player swap Anderson for Mora? See, I wouldn't. I'd rather keep Lucas. <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine he would. Um, I'm trying to think, like, in the wide areas, are not great, but you only really have Lucas and Son, don't you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd probably take, I'd, I'd take a, like, a Ben Davis, to be honest. I know really? Ben Davis hasn't played very much for Spurs, but left back's a, a big area where we need someone. Maybe, maybe who's your backup striker behind Kane and Son? That's Parrot, isn't it? Oh well, technically Parrot's the only out-and-out striker we have. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like, but he, I mean, I expect him to start against um, Munich tomorrow. Yeah, I think it is. It might be Wednesday. Oh, it's tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow at eight o'clock. So I, I um, obviously we're already qualified and we can't top the group. So Mourinho basically said he was going to play youth players. So I basically expect Walker Peters, Skip, uh, Sesson Young, and Parrot all to start. And then there's also 
There's a, a centre back that we have, um, Jaffet Tanganga. I think that's how it's pronounced. He's English, and he's in our youth team, and he looks pretty good. So he might start as well. Well, so we could actually I, get dicked by Munich tomorrow, but who cares? I'd probably take. I'd probably take Ben Davis. Like Ben Davis, maybe a Dyer. Dyer would be awful for. Him. I feel like Dyer's sort of there. <laughs> if you if Dyer was at a non-top six club, I think you'd do really well. What about Winks? Oh, I, I'd actually yeah, Winks. I'd take Winks. Rice Wink. Rice Winks in midfield. No one you fucking would he- take. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I take Winks. I think Winks is somewhat. If you offered him the right sort of wages, even though he scored he... against West Ham on his Premier League debut, yeah, and we came from two 0 down to win three <laughs> two. Yeah, but if you offer any player enough, yeah, well, can be tempted. Right, tempted, maybe. I mean, the likelihood is you'll probably end up with someone like Victor Wanyama, but, you know. I'll take him as well, to be fair. <laughs> he's fucking injured. Like, since his knee went, he's gone. He's just not as good as he used to be. One and person. That was... What? One person, George. Who you think <laughs> you could possibly take. Okay, there we go. Wait, is your answer. What's yeah, funny okay. that we've both taken the... The two defensive English midfielders that play for England. Yeah, they're basically swapped. They can't play together for club, for uh, just for club. So, um, a related, a related question: Why does Spurs pinch all the West Ham players? <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said earlier, they're a springboard club. They are fairly good at producing good talent, and then we. Uh, we uh, come and we come and say, actually, I mean, some of them in recent years weren't exactly young. I mean, Defoe was, was it, uh, was he when we pinched him or had he already gone elsewhere? Did you, had you taken him from somewhere else first? I wonder if we took him from somewhere else. I mean, Carrick. Charlton, maybe. Uh, oh, no, he when No, yeah, we pinched him. Straight oh, from yeah. you. You, lo- you, you, funny you loaned him about, out. Funny thing about this question is that George told me to ask you this. I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> I don't know if he was thinking that you'd say because we're, all West Ham players are amazing or something like that. And you'd want <laughs> But what we found is that Spurs get West Ham players because eventually they want to move up in their career. Our academy is quite good. We're not um, the only club to do it though. Like um, United do a lot. Yeah. Realistically, you're a you're on like the same level as West, uh, um, Southampton. We're a bit better. We're a bit better than Southampton. Oh, I mean, we're have you seen it. some of the people they produced? I know. We've had probably a better history of academy, whereas theirs was like a blip, with like a five, like four or five years. You never know who's coming through now, though. I mean, when was the last good player they produced? Trying to think. You didn't think that. Whereas, whereas at least West Ham, we have um, we have Rice. He's coming through. No, but you see those teams like what West Ham. No, uh, but you see those teams of what Southampton could have looked like. It has people like Bale in and Mane, and you just think, oh, that's disgusting. It's got Van Van Dyke as well. You just, Van Dyke's probably the last good one that they produced. 
Well, Harry Redknapp said himself, our, our team we had in... Before we went down the first time in the Premier League, the team we had could have very easily won the Premier League. But the year we finished fifth, we were one or two players off of a Premier League winning side. Because we had, we had like Joe Cole, Michael Carrick, Jermaine Defoe, Glenn Johnson, David James, uh, Paolo Di Canio at the time, Ian Wright was with us at the time, um, Rio Ferdinand had just come through. Like we had a we had a, a Premier League winning side. It's just that then we got relegated, <laughs> so they all left. <laughs> And they all went on to further their careers and go to bigger clubs. They literally all went to Spurs, Chelsea. They all went to Spurs, Chelsea, or United, basically. <laughs> all right. So, so I've learned that West Ham have a good academy, and so I guess that's why you wanted to know. That's that's your answer to why Spurs pinch all of your players. So um, that's the question you wanted me to ask. Um, Thank you, my dear. George, however, has a question that he'd like me to ask you. <laughs> Which is uh, oh, no. why have you never won anything? <laughs> we have won stuff. Yeah, I know. He says you've won like five things. Yeah, I did. I did follow it up with. I don't know if that's a good question because I know you've won at least five um, things. Also, can I just <laughs> say it's, it's only... a bit ballsy since it's been like what three hundred and seventy-one million four hundred and sixty-two thousand four hundred seconds since Spurs last won a trophy. Is that accurate? You might have to yeah, to a, that one. a few, few, uh, few weeks, a few, a few weeks, a few minutes ago. Did you just oh, message Reese and say, "I know you can't be here, but can you at least send me the stats?" You could call him right now, <laughs> just to do that. I'll message him to see if he can quickly find just to disperse stat. I'll find him, uh, but then also ask him <laughs> why he's Bournemouth, and before you can answer, just hang up. Yeah, right, well. Um. Thanks. Welcome to the EE voicemail. I'm sorry, but the person you've called is not available. You can't sleep too fair, thinking about oh, it. Oh, fucking c***. That's <laughs> only ten <Pied>. to two. <laughs> <laughs> That's how George talks whenever a girl doesn't answer his messages. <laughs> oh, fucking c***. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to answer that, that question, George. So, um, what's something you like about each other's stadiums? The carpet. Oh, I love the beer things at Spurs. The beer things? That's the thing you went for? No, I went for the carpet. Come on, man. (laughs) I know, in fairness, the Spurs don't have the big TV things all in the middle of the stadium. Like, hovering over. Like, they're doing, like, Frankfurt Stadium. No. Literally, check my Instagram, and you can see what the stadium looks like. The the, the, um, cameras are all in the, the other cameras. The TVs of all in the corners. Oh. Uh, I wanted something that goes at the top. Yeah, the cockerel. Well, I say. They have the um, golden cockerel, which was made um, by. Oh, the cockerel, to be fair. Oh, there you go then. Um, I mean, I'll admit this it's a good piece of architecture. It is, it is a very nice looking stadium. And it's one where if I had more money, it wouldn't have been on my list of stadiums to go to this year. Uh-huh. Oh, we can go. Now, I wanted, I wanted to go see Spurs 
Let's see what's happening at home. I well, we'll go that. next season then. We'll add it to our. Yeah, um, we'll add it to our. Um, yeah, daft days out. Um, I don't know if I better get people season tickets. I don't know. I, obviously, I know some people that have season tickets. Obviously, you can loan them out. But I think I. I don't think I'll be. Uh, you know, everyone. Like, people want to watch Tottenham wreck West Ham. The um, the golden cock that obviously looks over the the stadium because obviously it was on the um, it was on White Hart Lane. Yeah. Um, yeah. It obviously so it's been there since the nineteen twenty one FA Cup final after Spurs won, and it was where they uh, it was when we featured the um, cock on our chest, and so it's um, basically I think it's Harry Hotspur who. Uh, Where's it gone? This would have been a really good bit to add in, but now I've Where's it. it gone? Slams hand on the desk. I just sort of um there was a really good bit about it and then I just it just How many how many questions have you got? Three more. Go on, just do them. I think we've probably got about fifty minutes at least, fifty five minutes of recording so far. Jesus. Um, okay, so, I mean, I don't know much about stadiums, but I think the things that I was going to... The only things that... Right, so I know I knew about Tottenham's beer that fills up from the bottom, like you mentioned, and I know about the, the lights on the outside of a stadium. look pretty cool. Um, I did the rainbow ones for the rainbow laces thing. Yeah, which looked pretty cool. You sent me that. I thought that looked sick. It's carrying uh, my uh, phone background. Yeah. Um, and West Ham, <laughs> I, I knew, I, I knew about the carpet. <coughs> it's a nice carpet, to be fair. It's it's even nicer in person. All right. So, um, for these next. Three questions. You've got thirty seconds cool. each. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, go on. Um, yeah, go on. And I'm going to alternate who I ask it to, so it's going to be really pressured. <clears throat> go on. So this one is going to come to you, George, first. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on Tottenham's season? Go. Um, started shit, but it's gone alright since Mourinho joined. Um, I don't think I'll get Champions League football, but I think I'll finish about fifth. Well, it only took ten seconds. You still got twenty yeah. seconds. Um, the reason why I don't think they'll finish fifth before George asks is because I think Wolves will finish fourth ahead of them, mm-hmm. and I think I think City, Leicester, and Liverpool will say about the same. Interesting. Thank you. And right. um, I guess you used Spurs, to, uh, George finishing quickly, aren't you, George? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> right, sorry, that's slander. On, minus five seconds. <laughs> so you have twenty-five <laughs> seconds to tell me what you think of West Ham's season. Shit. Okay. Yeah, it starts off right. No, you've had some good games, but you're now sixteenth in sixteenth place in the table, and you're lingering just above. Aston Villa and Southampton, one point above them. They're the relegation spots. I think you're fine. I don't think you're going to 
lose out to Norwich or Watford, but that's just because they're so far behind. So basically, season in one word, relegation. Okay. That was just within your time. Well that's done. Fair enough. Right. Thank you. Come Wait, in, I, I'm going to longen it out. Coming to you again, George, for this question. So, okay. answering this the other way around. What are your thoughts on West Ham's manager? Uh, he's okay. He's had some success in the past. Uh, questionable tactics, especially recently. We've had plenty of discussions about that. Um, probably overpaid. But yeah, I, 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 I think needs the sack is probably the 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 way I'd end it. Okay. All right. Cool. Same question. Spurs manager. Go. Um, in my opinion, he's probably the second best manager in the league. Best manager, if you include like history, like with what he's done, trophy wise. Uh, he's not quite as good as Klopp, in my opinion. But I think I think him and Pep are the, the two second best managers in the league. Um, and I really wanted him to join us before he joined Spurs, but West Ham was shit and didn't sack the manager quick enough. Mm. So wait, you think Klopp's the best manager in the league, and you think? Mourinho and Pepper behind Klopp. Yes. Without shadow of a doubt, look what look at what Klopp's done in Liverpool compared to what Pep's done. Give my money. Um, and with the two sides at their disposal. Okay, you convinced me. You can have it. Like Mourinho is very good in terms of winning trophies, but in terms of. But obviously, in the past, he's always shown that he has to spend a lot of money to get there. Whereas Klopp's done this with quite a good net spend. And I mean, they have spent a, a lot of money, coach. but he's sold a lot as well. Yeah, that's why. That's why it's a net spend. Um, All right. Okay. Now you convinced me. Yeah. I mean, you look at Liverpool this season. We'll get to talk about them in a bit. But I, I think that I don't think any Premier League team has got forty six points out of forty eight. And I, I don't think Pep definitely would have been able to do it with this squad. Well, with the squad that Klopp had when he joined, Pep wouldn't have been able to do it. And I think Mourinho would have struggled. Well, I still think the Man City team is arguably better than the Liverpool team, and yet he's nowhere, so... Yeah. But anyway, yeah, sorry. Go on now, last question. Last question. Okay. you got a minute okay. to talk about this, no matter what, if your opinions are the same or they differ. What do we think of Arsenal? Shit! They're all right. Oh. <laughs> Actually, no, after tonight, they're shit. <laughs> Fuck them, honestly. The first they're shit, what does that make West Ham? Honestly, for the first 50 minutes of the game, they, they were one of the worst sides I've seen this season. From what I, I saw, what I saw from it, they didn't look great tonight. And it was some simple defensive errors from West Ham that have cost them a point, really. Both Masuaku. Yeah. So, but I think. Arsenal having a crap season and it's probably a good job that they've uh, sacked their manager because what they before this game they haven't won something since October so they were on a pretty poor run yeah honestly they now now they just need to bring in a good manager and they'll be alright honestly like I said the first 50 minutes of the game they are the worst side I've seen this season play, play West Ham <laughs> and we've played against Norwich right the, Nor- the Norwich team we played against us were better than the Arsenal team Players just in the first 50 minutes, then they had a good 10 minute spell, and then they just cruised. 
after after the third goal. Well, that concludes my questions. I should really hope that, that was good. Yeah, it's actually quite good. I think we should uh, do something like this again. Maybe not quite as long. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a you good know. one. We can do a bit more concise next time. Yeah. But you can tell them we enjoyed ourselves, so... So... And it didn't get too heated, which is good. It didn't! I'm surprised! So, um... That was fun. What's the next section, George? The Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, fuck. Hey. Oh, I'm not going to spoil it. I was, I was spoiled, spoiled to the end, but I didn't. <laughs> I think the interesting... I've got two things I'd like to say about Sheffield Wednesday. Um, to go out. Well, I guess that too, but I, I, I never want to say anything like that. I never wanted to be on, you know... I mean, I... I well, then again, I said Liverpool come in ninth right at the start of this podcast series, so... <laughs> um, in Venice, your prediction of Arsenal coming 10th wasn't too wrong. <laughs> no, it's not. That's the weird thing. <laughs> it's actually... The season that we make Noah predict the league is the season that it all goes to shit and he could actually be the most accurate. <laughs> um, I'd just like to say that the the game we saw on Saturday, or that none of us actually saw, was... Uh, was interesting because in the 29th minute there was a, a goal for Brentford from Big up the bees. Bu- Bu- Bumo 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 um, Is that his name? I'll double check for you uh, recent games and Bumo yeah uh, that's how I'd yeah. say it yeah, but I'd then say I'd Bumo say. yeah Famously um, say things wrong. And it remained like that for <laughs> another 40 minutes. And then Steve Fletcher, the man, the myth, the legend, scored Big in 69. Fletcher. And then hey. scored again in the 73rd 69. to win, to come back from uh, from 1-0 down to, to 2-1. And do you know what? Clinical. Three shots on target, two goals. With only 43% <laughs> possession. Yeah. I, I had them in my uh, bet slip. And they didn't let me down, so I was happy. Other teams did, so I was less happy with them. But, you know. But, do you know who had worse possession than them in recent times? West Ham, 35% West Ham. today. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, basically when I last checked, games. it was 14%. Yeah. In fairness, I thought I timed it well, because obviously my, my, um, my stream didn't work for about... The first half hour. Um, it finally started working. And we scored. After like five minutes. I was like, ah, oh, I've done this well. Um, and we looked, from what I saw, literally, literally until the 50th minute, we looked solid. Cresswell came off. And we, it all went to shit. Because Masuaku can't defend. Like, going there, if he was a winger, he'd be fantastic. Honestly, I'd rather play him on the wing it's difficult. It's difficult to say, but I'd say I'd rather play in Snodgrass. He's like the left Snodgrass. back version of Aurier, too attacking yeah. and not defensive enough. Yeah, um, both goals are his, but at the end of the day, it was Pellegrini's poor man, uh, poor game management. Like if we were one it up, and at that point against Arsenal, just sit back. 
sit back, keep the ball, and then just keep it ticking. I know it's boring, but that's what we did against Chelsea and it worked. Instead, we went one goal up and we just kept playing expansive football. But the problem is with their attackers, as soon as you play expansive, if you give them a chance, they will punish you. Like, ignore the fact that the rest of the team is dog shit. I'm, 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 I'll admit it, the rest of the Arsenal team is shit. <laughs> Guendouzi's good. Torreira can be alright. Ozil's past it. Tierney's good, but he got stretched off just before half time. Oh, did he actually? Um, That's not good. Well, he didn't get stretched off. He got, he, um, I think he's dislocated the shoulder. Oh, shit. Um, just as he comes back from his uh, hernia operation. Yeah. And he's, oh, man. And Bellerin Bella was supposed to start and he didn't play because he did like his grinding during the um, warm up. Um, <laughs> okay. But like other, other than Tierney and Bellerin as well, the Arsenal squad is poor. Well, yeah, the defence is poor. This is what we're saying about uh, Cook. He should he would definitely walk into that. Well, yeah. Back, he'd walk into the centre back spots. I somehow Steve Cook would pay for Arsenal easily. And um, I think I, I don't know what um, I I heard that Bayern Munich were looking at Leno for a replacement to Neuer. What the no, fuck? Good. No, I've seen he he makes. I mean, I think it's partly the defence. It's almost a bit like, you know how De Gea's just had a shit defence? I'm not saying, Leno's not as good as De Gea, but... Um, no, I, I could guarantee if Leno was at a Chelsea or Liverpool, he would be a lot better than he is right now. It's just the fact that he, because he's got such a shit defence, he can seize a lot more shots. We should have he is, stayed in Germany. He should have stayed at Leverkusen. It was false promises, isn't it? Um... No, Leno is good. Leno, Leno, I wouldn't say he went Fabianski, but he's good. I, d- I don't know what you think of um, Pepe, personally. I, I'm starting to think that Arsenal screwed him over by saying that if you come here, you can win stuff. And that uh, he screwed Arsenal over by making them think he's a world-class player. He doesn't look at all that good. He, no, it, what it is, it's just stupid transfer tactics. He could at the time it looked like a good deal, but you spend seventy five million pounds on a player who's had one good season. I tell you, he does good look season. good. Martinelli. Gabriel Martinelli, Martinelli. he actually looks amazing. I hate to say it, but he looks really good. He's got something like eight goals in eight starts. He's got eight goals. That's ridiculous. Oh, actually, Wikipedia says he's had eleven starts. I mean, don't trust everything Wiki says, but. Yeah, considering he cost about five, you know, about 15 mil, wasn't it? 10, 15 mil. That's a good business. No wonder he's playing. I think this is his first start in the Prem. They scored. Yeah, but like going back to it, we made that Arsenal team look good. Like, and Pellegrini has to go. I sound like, I sound like an Arsenal fan back when Wenger was, trying, was supposed to leave. But like, Pellegrini has to go. And the club can't just rest on their laurels and like bring in like a Hewton or God forbid an Allardyce. And they have to pull their fingers out and go for a Dyche, go for an Eddie Howe. Even push him further, go and try Kovac. I don't think it'll come. I mean, I think Dyche and Howell are realistic signings. But 
just pulled, they seem to pull their fingers out and bring in someone who will actually achieve something. Because I, I think that's all we need. We just need someone like Howard Deitch's really good man manager and can sort out the clear confidence issues that the players are having. That's all it is. We got we got a talented group of players. It's just we don't have a, we clearly don't have a manager who can motivate them into putting out good performances. But at least that's my opinion. <laughs> and the other thing I want to say about Sheffield Wednesday is uh, <laughs> God, no, it's still this section <laughs> is the uh, tomorrow as in Wednesday they're. Uh, Playing Derby County, which for my family is a big match because they're the two like teams. Oh shit! Well, my family and, and family friends from around that area. I feel really bad now. <laughs> All right, what's next? Did you ask me about West Ham? I thought you were moving it on. <laughs> you shouldn't have mentioned West Ham. That was your mistake, now. Get in the bin. <laughs> yeah. Who's getting in the bin? Can I can I take a step back? I was looking at the Stephen Fletcher's clubs. Oh, now um, you want to talk about Sheffield Wednesday? No, honestly, <laughs> I'm looking at it. It's just such a shock. Do you want the clubs that Stephen Fletcher's played for? Go on. Okay. <laughs> um, I just thought you were going to start so, listing them. As a young Scotsman, he uh, started off at Hibernian. Do you know? That's the Scottish club. I do know um, that. He worked his way up, you know, played for him for five years, moved to Burnley for a season. Um, didn't do very well there, so he went to Wolves. A couple of seasons there. Yeah, a bit of a journeyman, really. Goes to Sunderland, sort of like, you know, knocks down a bit of a spot of Sunderland for a bit. Um, obviously, Sunderland get relegated. And do you want to know where he goes? For like the first half of the season after they got relegated. Go on. Fucking Marseille. <laughs> what? Uh, Steven Fletcher. He spends twelve, uh, a twelve games in Marseille, scoring two goals. Fucking Scots and, guy in the middle of uh, uh, Scotsman in the middle of France, and then goes to Sheffield Wednesday in twenty sixteen, where he's been since. I just have really bad PTSD whenever someone brings up France. And not because of the war. If you'd like to know about that, then um, listen <laughs> to the end of episode two. Yeah. Oh, no. That's actually oh, we talk no. about George's pooey appendix. And um, do you remember the appendix went afterwards? In the bin. <laughs> it did go in the bin. Went to Marseille yeah. and then in the bin. <laughs> so now our section, get in the bin. Can I put my appendix in the bin? <laughs> Can that be my one for this week? No. Um, it's not very football related. I didn't really have a uh, illustrious career, to be honest. Um, oh, I think I'm going to get a little bit... Well, I'm going to bring the mood down. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to put uh, racist football fans in the bin. Yes. Because I've had enough. I mean... Old City fans. <laughs> no. That's, that's people took it from our post. No. City fans. I was going to say... It did sound like stop. it. Stop. It did sound like it was all City fans. You did group them together 
yeah, a bit. Yeah, they're word there in a very specific way. Yeah, it's not all of them. In in particular, it's uh, Anthony Burke, 41-year-old. He was the guy that has been arrested. He was the guy that was making the monkey gestures to Fred. So there's him. Obviously, we did our episode on racism before. I think it was episode 11. And that was... Um, yes, it was. We did that one after the uh, Bulgaria fans were being racist. And they had just stopped the game twice. Quite frankly, I've had enough. And this, I mean, this week, the Premier League was doing the Rainbow Laces campaign in support of um, the LGBT community within football trying to say that football's for everyone. And then all of a sudden, everyone seems to... Well, not everyone. A few specific people decide they're going to be racist. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, in fairness, on the record, I want to say, I don't condone um, what West Ham did the week before, the LGBT week. What did they do? West Ham, uh, during the Chelsea game, the uh, West Ham crowd were chanting Chelsea Red Boys. Oh, we got reported. It, in fairness, it's not as bad as the um, yeah monkey chance. No, but, still, but I I don't right. expect that from West Ham. I expect it from Chelsea and Man City, but not from West yeah. Ham. Um, um oh, well, I won't put West Ham in the bin. I'll let them. As as you've yeah. come forwards and said that you don't condone it, and you know, I'll um. I've held my hands up to it. I'll give them I a pass. Really Chelsea fans. If you don't let black people onto the train and then go, we're not racist. All right, we're not we're not talking about Chelsea. We're talking about the Man City fan. That the fan. I mean the the, the thing that actually I think I'm I'm he's not going to I'm not going to put this person in the bin, but they did annoy me slightly. Raheem Sterling, right? Who is a very loud voice for um you know, standing up to racism. And yet, when you watch the video, Fred's being, he's having the chance, he's had stuff thrown at him, and Raheem fucking stands there as if nothing's going on. Like, credit to Mares. Mares went straight over there, checked he was all right, and then went over to the fans and basically told him to shut up. Other Man United fans went over there. Fucking Raheem Sterling was the closest player, though. He was the one that was marking the short corner. He was basically the first man that was going to block the cross in. Fucking stands there, does nothing. Like, do you support anti-racism movements? Or are you just... um, Or do you just stand up for it when it suits you? Like, come on, man. There's some things that are big... There are some things that are bigger than the Manchester derby. In fairness, apparently he came out afterwards and he's, he's criticised himself very acted. But it does still feel like a little, like, a bit like the too little, too late. Yeah, so did the uh, the Californian when they were in full view of the Titanic sinking and didn't do anything. <laughs> you and your Titanic, man. Oh, sorry. It's fine. I'll allow it. You're very passionate about it. I remember your presentation all the way back in like year two, and it still sticks with me today. So, what's year two? Oh yeah. Also, shout out to um Silver. Cause Silver also went over. Fred. Yeah. Oh, there you go then. So it, you know, I'm just a little bit annoyed with Sterling. Um, I mean, in year two, we were being told like you know, if uh, you see someone getting bullied on the playground and you do nothing about it, you're as bad as the bully. Well, Brahim, mate, stand up. Like, you know. Yeah, I'm literally watching the video and like he's um 
Obviously, Fred gets all the fucking lighters thrown at him and everything. And he runs over towards Sterling. Sterling's stood there with his hands on his hip. Yeah, it's like, come on, mate. So, you know, Raheem, you've done a lot to try and uh, stop racism in football, but come on, man. Yeah, the, the only people run over Murray Sterling, Lingard, and Maguire. Yeah, so yeah, shout out to... a short clip I've seen. Shout out to them for, you know, trying to help a guy out who was, you know, shouldn't have been abused. So racist fans, uh, get in the bin. But good captain work from Maguire for that. So, <laughs> I don't know where you, I, I thought I'd left it perfectly and then you, I yeah. was like, where's he going I with it? I thought it sort of chip in. I don't know. Because obviously, Maguire was captain. So, we'll move on to our next section, which uh, includes our Daft Team of the Decade. Last week, we picked our goalkeeper. If you want to find out who that is, you can go and listen to last week's episode. Um, we're picking the place not Papiansky. We're picking the players, um, or from a pool of players that have been in previous uh, PFA Team of the Years from uh, the 2010 season to what is the well, last season. So it's 0910 to um, 1819. Um, yeah, this week we're picking the defender. We're picking four defenders. Um, we're not worrying so much about right back left back we just want the four best defenders um of this decade so who would like to go first because i'm not 100 percent sure i know who i want to put forward okay so um obviously reese isn't here this week um hey. <laughs> um he's given me five <laughs> to choose from obviously we're oh. meant to be picking four but he goes the extra mile he does Reese. we know what his um, counting's like 110 that's what you get from him <laughs> so so in a way Reese's <laughs> Reese's uh, voting by proxy anyway, nice plug thanks nice plug for the general election <laughs> so without further ado Reese has dumped these five names into it for our discussion Vidic Ferdinand Company, Terry and Van Dyke. Two of those I agree with. Um, I definitely agree with one. Is that company? Yes. Yeah. My problem is with with Village Ferdinand and Terry. They're all very good defenders, but they were more prominent the, the decade before. Yes, they had good seasons this decade, but I don't remember Village being around for very long. Uh. Terry did like about 2014. Terry did about just over half of it and was subpar. And yeah. who was the other one? Ferdinand. Is Ferdinand even in the is he even on yeah. the list? Oh he is. What? I think he won the, the last year that United won the title, didn't he? Yeah, okay. I um I think Ferdinand's a good defender, but yeah, again, I d I don't think I think if if we're going for centre backs then, uh, yeah, maybe Van Dyke, company and Van Dyke. Is his, if, you, if you're going centre-backs, his company has to be one of them. Then for me, it's either Van Dyke or Vertonghen. I mean... I, but I'd go Van Dyke. 
Personally. My problem with Van Dyke is he's only been really good last season, and it's just, it's almost um, that's the same argument I would make for not having Terry Vidic or uh, Ferdinand. He's still really good at Southampton. At Southampton, yeah. he was he was probably the best defender outside the top six. But he only got one nomination. He's only been nominated once. If he was that good at Southampton, he'd have got in, wouldn't he? But then, but then that's more. I know obviously Luke Shaw got a nomination whilst he was at Southampton, but obviously, obviously there is a unless unless a non top six side has a really exceptional. Um, I mean, Richard Dunn got one at Villa. Colsini, Fabrico Colsini for Newcastle. If Leighton Baines got two for Everton, Coleman got one for Everton. So there's there are. Yeah, I so mean, yeah, Bertrand also won it for Southampton. To be fair. I I just, I mean, I'm biased, so I will I I will say Vertonghen because he also he won it in 2013 and then 1718. There's quite a spread from that, which would also show that he was quite good for most of the decade. The, the problem is the problem with defenders is it, it is a lot more reliant on your team stature. So obviously the top six teams tend to concede less, so their defenders tend to gain more. Even if their defenders don't actually do as much work as, say, like a Bournemouth defender or a Brighton defender, who are, who are having to do more defensive work, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with Van Dyke's the the one year Van Dyke got nominated it was exceptional. It's the best single season out of any of these players. I mean, he got nominated for a, he got second place in the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. I mean, I, we're I still not... argue when he was at Southampton, he was excellent there as well. I went, I'm not too fussed about having right back, left back. So in theory, if we really wanted, we could have company Van Dyke and Vertonghen. The only other two I would have been tempted to do is Carl Walker and Baines. See, I'd have been tempted with Carl Walker and Ivanovic. Baines doesn't tempt me as much as Ivanovic. But, but where's Sam George? What do you what do you think about the three that Spurgeon said, Vertonghen and um, no, not Vertonghen. Did I have Vertonghen? In there? I can get behind. Yeah, them. yeah, Vertonghen. I can get Vertonghen. behind them. Yeah, it's Vertonghen, Company, and Van Dyke. I just, I just don't think Bain should miss out though, just because of what he achieved. You gotta think not so much this side of it, but up until about 2015, 2016. He was arguably the best left back in the league. He was good, but I don't know if it, I think I think he was good purely because he was an all round. He was good as an all round player. Yeah, I mean he got a lot of assists, didn't he? As well, he scored, he scored goals because he was a free kick taker and the penalty taker. And he was really good for England. What do you think, Niall? I don't really have much of an opinion. The people I've heard of are. Like the most famous ones, but you guys already covered them. John Terry, Rio Ferdinand, uh, Van Dyke, I know. Um, I'd have Steve Cook. <laughs> I'd have Steve Cook in there too. Uh, he's not nominated. Otherwise, I'd have him. What about. I've broken the system for him. So, Reese can't argue about that either. So I've heard of Carl Walker, and you guys seem pretty okay to have him in there. Carl Walker won it with two clubs. Uh, he won one with Tottenham and two with Man City. So that sort of shows that it's you know not so much about where he goes. 
So I'm happy to concede on this one and have the Tongan over Baines. So does that mean Company, it's... Van Dyke, Carl Walker, the Tongan? Yeah, just because it's Walker has to go in. He does. He's, he won it three times. He's been the best right back in the league this decade. Well, yeah, literally since the 11-12 season. Yeah. Literally since he broke into the Spurs squad, he was the best right back in the league that whole time he was at Spurs. And then he went to Man City and he's been, he's under Pep has gone on even further, further than I think people thought he could, if that makes sense. The only other player I want to give a shout out to, who I don't even, was never going to get in, but Gary Cahill has to give a bit of a shout out just because the fact that he got into the team of the season for three years. Yeah. When he was good, he was good. But he's also had a lot of... He's really good for Palace. He is really good for Palace. Unfortunately, he was crap for Chelsea because he was supposed to be the next John Terry and he just never quite got going, did he? Yeah, because Conde basically dropped him straight away, didn't he? Yeah. Danny Rose got in there twice as well, but yeah. Uh, if um, we go, if we had to go for a left back, I would uh, allow uh, Baines over Rose. Yeah. So. Um, but no, I, I'm happy to concede of the Tongan getting getting in over Baines. So we have Walker, Van Dyke, Company, and the Tongan. Are you are you happy with that, now? Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. I've heard of three of them i haven't heard of a company but evidently he's a big yeah company oh shit about football oh he's 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 probably the best oh he was probably one of the best captains if not the best captain in the league for the last decade for whom yeah for man city yeah he came just before i know was it the same season they got the money, or was it just before? It was just before, because it wasn't he the only player who survived, basically. Yeah, and he's just been amazing. Was, wasn't he's... it him and Zabaleta, the, the, the two who joined just before? I think so. He's just, been, he's just been around for a long time. He's just been a fantastic voice in the dressing room for City. He's been a real motivator, been a real key part for why they've won so much stuff. And then last season was his last season for City, and he scored that absolute screamer against Leicester and without that goal Liverpool would have gone on to probably win the league so you, you know, know he, pop, he pops up with goals as well as a centre-back right when you need it yeah do you know what though Sabaleta deserves a little shout as well he was, he was really good for Man City he was good for Man City but Carl uh, Walker was a better right-back yeah Right, guys, I think it's about time we do the results section. Am I right? Yep. So uh, we've got Crystal Palace Bournemouth 1-0. And we've got whoa, uh, Man City whoa, whoa. smashing Burnley 4-1. Why are you doing this? I suppose it's the Georgia got... section normally. We've got Leicester Watford 2-0. <laughs> we've got Southampton Norwich 2-1. Chelsea Aston Villa 2-1. Man United Tottenham 2-1. Wolves West Ham 2-0. How do you feel about that, George? Great. Um, we were shit. Not as shit as Everton. <clears throat> we were doing alright, but then uh, Liverpool came back 5-2, but what do you expect? So that's the... Uh, the that was a good game. The Mer- Merseyside game. derby. What, what do we think of... And normally it's supposed shit. to be boring, but apparently it's not anymore. 
Seven yeah, goals. Still lost his job. Well, yeah, there is that. Um, yeah, it was just honestly. I probably shouldn't use this term, but. No, you shouldn't use that term. No, We're not including that. You should I not. Shouldn't use that term. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Newcastle beat Sheffield United, which I don't know if I expe- I'd expect Graphic. that. What do you guys think about? There was a bit good. of shock, but Newcastle have been quite good. They had that VAR decision, which was the correct decision. So, you know, big up to VAR. Oh, it's just very don't, weird. Don't get me started. I like it, it a bit. Well, I'm not going to get you started, but quite frankly, it was the correct decision and the goal should have stood. And that is why you should play to the whistle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which apparently John Joe Shelby came out afterwards and he said they literally been told before the game, play into the whistle. Well, there you go then. It, it's it's yeah. Sheffield, the Sheffield United players' own fault if they're not going to read the game like that. The goalie didn't even try and save it. This is the, that's their own fault. It's a goal. Yeah, I, I like Wilder, but you shouldn't be moaning about it afterwards. That's that's all I'm going to say. So, um, the Newcastle end up winning about 2 0 as a result. Um, this next game, Arsenal lost to Brighton 2 1. Oh my god. Do you know Let's not. Arsenal was shit, but let's not discredit Brighton. They've been quite good this year. They were the dominant team. They had almost double as many shots. They have been fantastic. They've come and beaten some big clubs. I mean, they beat yeah, Spurs three 0 So I said at the start of the year in our predictions, Potter has done some wonders at the club. I think I saw Brighton really low down, but I said Potter might achieve some good things. Yeah, no, I mean, well. they're twelfth in the league. They're. I mean, they're in the relegation battle, but they're also not, if that makes sense. It's such yeah, a close table that, you know. They're one of the teams that won't go down. No, they won't. They're, I think they're fine. I think they'll do good enough to just, uh, yeah, avoid that, really. In the uh, in the next round, Everton sort of redeem themselves a bit with a 3-1 win against Chelsea. Everton's captain. It's um, oh, it's a Duncan Ferguson, who's the interim manager. He basically yeah. just turned up and went... You're good at this, so you go and do that. Yeah. And they went and did it, and they were fantastic. Yeah. They yeah, were better than Chelsea. That's what Walcott said afterwards, was it? He basically like got them all to think about what they're good at, and then bring it together. Mm-hmm. He, he he's worked with a lot of them for a while, and he, he basically said like he, he obviously uh, Ferguson used to wear the number nine shirt, and uh, Calvert Lewin wears it now, and he basically said like I I know that what Calvert Lewin can do, he just hasn't been able to do it, so. He basically set it up in a way that he could go and uh, do what he does best, and he did. He scored two goals. Both. It'd be disappointing if they replace him soon after this. We could see Everton back on the way up, not back on the way up, but on the way up. He said though himself in the interview that he didn't want the job. He said no, it, no. It's not that he didn't want the job. He wasn't going to ask for a job. No. Well, yeah. He he said it was a fantastic experience, and no one can take away from him. But he wants what's best for Everton. Yeah, he, he said himself he's not going to like go up to Mashiri and go give him the job. But if if, if Mashiri gives him the job, he will yeah, take, I'll take it. it. So, which I think give him another two games, two games, see what he's like, then decide. Obviously, uh, Liverpool still showing their um, dominance three 0 against Bournemouth. Which did you expect that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're going to win the league. A nil nil game, Watford Crystal Palace. Um. I and mean, after that, oh, Tottenham absolutely stood on Burnley, five nil. I think a dominant performance 
first clean sheet in a long time. Lots of goals scored. Absolutely fantastic. Two for Kane, uh, both of which were really good. Sissoko scored, which is equally amazing. But ultimately, if you haven't seen the uh, the Son goal yet, what are you doing? 80 yards in 12 seconds. Absolutely amazing run. Beat pretty much the entire team. I, every time I watch it, I just think, how the hell have you done that? It's amazing. It's fantastic. Like, it's classic song. So, I'm up with that. Great result. Much better than losing yeah. uh, to Man U. It was quite a good goal. I can agree. Speaking of losing to Man U, <laughs> Manchester derby. Man City fans got a bit rowdy when they lost 2-1. Another great team. Well, not another great team. Man United, Man United aren't that great, are they? Well, I was going to say, they are the bigger team. But me and George equally hate them. We can agree on that. We equally hate them, but Manchester United did show why they're the bigger team. They may not be the best team right now, but they're the bigger mm-hmm. team. Turn up on the big occasions. Yeah. Leicester beat Aston Villa 4-1. Um, Jamie Vardy still, obviously. Kevin Aparto. He's going to beat his record. Oh, I really want him to anyway. it will be amazing. Yeah. It is such an incredible story. The only thing is, he's only got one goal against the top six this season. I think he'll do it, though. I think when it comes to the occasion, you know he's going to work his absolute socks off. And you know full well Rodgers isn't going to sub him off. No, of course not. He's going to give him a chance. But it's it's not... Whilst it is a, a great record, I don't know if it's worthy of best striker in the league, given that he's, he's, all of his goals have been against non-top six opposition. But then, but then you, you do what you what you face against, don't you? Yeah, and what he's been faced with is not that great opposition. But you know, he's good, and I hope he beats the record. So uh, Sheffield United played Norwich for the first time since the uh, Championship. Uh, Sheffield, of course, won two one. Um, one of them been doing far better than the other one. Yeah. Yeah. A lot better than anyone anticipated, I think. Um, yeah, everyone expected Norwich come bottom. They're in 19th. Yeah. <laughs> um, another 2 1 score, Newcastle beating Southampton. And 2 2, the second draw um, of, this, of these two rounds. As um, Brighton playing Wolves. Brighton, honestly. You guys told me not to watch this game. I watched it and I was thoroughly... I, thoroughly I didn't tell you it. not to watch it. I don't care. Yeah. But um, Brighton, once again, played really well. And they were unfortunate not to win the game. In my opinion, at least. I mean, they, they Wolves have just won. been really good. Like, I think that's like their 10th game without... With a, the season, yeah. That hasn't ended in a loss. It's either 10th or 11th. So they've been on a nice run of not losing and just... Constantly picking I up points. Earlier. I hinted at it earlier, and I reckon they are finishing fourth this year. We think they're going to get above th- Chelsea. Yeah, I think they'll get top four above Chelsea and United at least. Only I think only Spurs could give them a full run for the money now. Oh, I will see. I, I personally, but I'm biased. I still think Spurs will get top four, but you know, I think they'll finish fourth. I but you know, I think they'll get fourth. Yeah, Wolves are not finishing below fifth this year, I don't think. they got more about them than United. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know if they'll catch Chelsea. 
But then they just lost to Everton. But yeah, you know, that's it. And don't they have um I mean Tottenham have Wolves next. Oh shit. So basically whoever wins that. Might buy a wolf shirt. I've got a feeling it I've I've got a feeling that'll just be a draw. So, you know, I don't think it'll be anything it's at it's at um Molyneux. Yeah. I forgot what it's called then. But yeah, it's at, yeah, it's at Molyneux. And then um, well, I think you've got then? one last game now. But I'm not sure we want to talk about that again because uh, it's a sore topic for one <laughs> of us and a fucking boring topic for two of us. I mean, I'm sat here on Facebook, I've gone free and Pellegrini's still not been sacked, so I'm still not happy. <laughs> so not discuss it anymore. But 3-1 to the Arsenal. And that leads very nicely um, onto our final... Final uh, section. So, final section is our fantasy league, and it's actually been a really high-scoring week. We've all done above average this week. Like me in the bedroom. No. I'm catching you up now. You are, and it's fucking scary, and I don't really know what I can do about it, because I want to win this. So do I, but I'm falling away. I don't care about football, but I do care about this. (laughs) I want to win it for the second time. <clears throat> See, I've been smart because I've got both Aubameyang and Vardy. So either way, you can't outscore me really in the striking area. No, and we—I've got Abraham as well. So we've we've got the same front um, line. See, yeah. I have a very similar front line to Dive Kane, and I was so tempted to captain him because I thought he could get one against Burnley easily. But now I was thinking, well, Vardy's probably going to get one against Villa. They both scored two, but Kane got an assist. So Kane got more points. So if I had Captain Kane, I'd have been even closer. I'd have outscored George this week. But, you know, never mind. The thing is, I'm really holding out on the fact that, like, um, Vardy breaks his record right now. Actually, it kind of works well with both of you because I have Vardy, I have a Bamiang, which you didn't have, um, George. So we match on points with Vardy. And Abraham, you play Abraham, don't you? Um, yeah, I've got Abraham in the team. Yeah, whereas me and Noel also have the, literally the exact same front line. So I'm very tempted, because I've got Sterling in the team and he's not scoring me that many points. I'm very tempted to uh, take him out, put in uh, Son, and then get rid of Pulisic and bring in like Ali, because they're both doing bits for Spurs at the moment. I'm more tempted to bring in Ali, to be fair. Well, maybe I'll do it then. If you're tempted, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> That way you can never overtake me. If we if we just have the same players, well, me. well, that's what I'm considering is changing my team to your team, which is what <laughs> I did. What I nearly I nearly did that at the end of uh, last year when it was really close at the end between me and George. I um, right at the last minute I just thought if I just change my team to his team, that he can't overtake me at the last minute. <laughs> I really had to be fair, that's shit house mentality. Yeah, but I just beat him by being better. Oh, you oh, just. Thank you for listening to the Daft Wednesday podcast. Thank you for having me. I've been Niall. No, I've what, been joined hey. by not Reese. <laughs> hey. What? Stop stealing all my sections. Oh, man. Stop He's stealing everything from me. And his kids. Um, Even the dog. His fucking appendix. You stole his appendix. He didn't do that. <laughs> right, yeah, thank you for listening to the Darth Wednesday podcast. Um, 
make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel. And um, yeah, there might be a video up this week. There's definitely videos coming on there. I can, I can actually say that. I can sense and that. guarantee it. And if you now don't upload it, George, I will come to your house because I know where you live. Don't worry, I'm five minutes into a minute already into a seven-minute video. Thank you for listening. I've been George. Been joined by George. Goodbye. And Niall. Bye. And um, I'll see you next week. Clap the sync audio. Goodbye. Oh.